You're listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 195, Unconditional Love. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. Happy Valentine's week. This podcast episode is coming out the day after Valentine's Day, but love is always relevant and It's good for us to think about all the time, but especially in the month of February, it's fun to talk about it. So even though it's past Valentine's Day, today we're going to talk about unconditional love. So I'm curious, what comes up for you when you think about unconditional love? What does that mean? Are there certain relationships unconditional love is reserved for? That's how I used to think about it. And today I think we're going to put a different spin on it than you might have thought of unconditional love before. But I thought unconditional love is for really important relationships in your life, like your kids or your partner or your family members. And you're like, those are the ones that I have unconditional love for that I will love no matter what. And we might have some ideas of what that means for us to love them, how we're going to show up for them, what the relationship is going to look like. But to me, it used to be like, okay, unconditional love is a really big thing and it's just for those most important relationships. Other relationships kind of come and go. It might be more, you know, depending on how other people behave and how they treat me, how I feel about them. And it was more hot and cold, but it's like, there are certain relationships that I want to have this unconditional love. So it felt like a really big thing. Today, I want to look at it in a way that isn't so big. And it's a way that applies to all your relationships in your life. And I mean, it still is difficult in some ways. Like, I'm not going to say it's easy to have unconditional love, but I want you to see how it applies across all relationships. So I want you to think about What makes you feel loved? Like I said, Valentine's Day was yesterday, so maybe there were some things that made you feel loved or not loved that happened yesterday. So you might think, I felt loved because my partner got me flowers, or I didn't feel loved because my partner didn't get me flowers, right? Or I felt loved because they wrote me a sweet card, or we went out to dinner, Or I didn't feel loved because they didn't acknowledge it the whole day. They totally forgot it was Valentine's Day and didn't do anything special. So often we think it's the conditions around us that make us feel loved or not. And make us feel loving towards other people or not. Like if they do the right things, then it's really easy to feel loving towards them. Or if they don't do those things, then maybe we don't feel loving towards them or we don't feel like they love us. But when we think about love that way, it is very conditional, right? It's like, I feel loved based on the conditions around me. 
So unconditional love is the opposite of that. It's realizing that what other people do or say doesn't make you feel loved. And it doesn't make you love them or not love them based on what they're doing. Unconditional love is knowing that you are the creator of the love that you feel, not the conditions around you. So today I want to help you really see that in your life. And I want you to practice noticing that in your life, noticing how you're creating your experience. You're creating the love you feel, not other people or the conditions around you. Unconditional, no conditions, regardless of the conditions, you can feel as much love as you want to. So today what I did is I just thought of some examples I want to share with you of how I'm creating love in my life. And so you can start to see how you're doing it. And first, I want to talk about some small ways. So the other day with it being Valentine's Day, my family started a little tradition this year. It was a lot of fun. So we're going to keep it going for future years. But I had been looking on Pinterest for some ideas for more minimalistic Valentine's Day things to do with the kids because I wanted the day to be special, to acknowledge the holiday and do something different and fun. But I was feeling like we have so much candy (laughs) and so many toys that we don't really need more of those things. And no judgment for me if that's what how you spent your Valentine's Day. I think that can be really fun too. But I was just trying to think of ways to acknowledge Valentine's Day without things. And so what I found on Pinterest was this idea to make a little love jar. So I got a mason jar, just tied a little ribbon around it to make it look festive. And what we did for the week leading up to Valentine's Day is you could just write a little love note on a piece of paper and fold it up and put it in the jar for one of the family members. And they were just little things like, I love snuggling with you before bed. And I, you know, put Evelyn's name on that, folded up and put it in the jar. And just lots of little things where I was doing it, my husband was doing it, the kids were doing it. Eli (laughs) scribbled on one of the pieces of paper and said it was for Evelyn, so we put her name on it. But it was just a fun way to think about what we love and appreciate about the people in our family. And then on Valentine's Day, we opened up the jar and read them all out loud. But the thing was... The love that we were feeling wasn't based on the condition. So here's what I mean. If we think that other people thinking nice thoughts about us makes us feel loved, then looking at this experience, it doesn't really match up. Because throughout the week, I would think a loving thought about Evelyn or my husband or Eli And maybe Evelyn was at school and I would feel love for her as I thought about what I appreciated about her, but she didn't feel anything. It wasn't me having a loving thought about her that would make her feel loved, right? So often we think it's the conditions. If other people think kind things about me, if other people love me, then I feel loved. But here I was feeling love for Evelyn and she wasn't experiencing it at all. She had no idea. It wasn't like she's at preschool and all of a sudden she's like, my mom loves me so much. I am so loved. 
That didn't happen, right? Because the conditions weren't making her feel loved. What would make her feel loved is when we read those things out loud and she thinks to herself, I'm really special. My mom loves me. And then that thought creates those sensations of love for her, that warm feeling, that cozy feeling, right? It's not other people feeling love or else she would have felt it four days ago when I wrote it on the piece of paper. Okay, so just like start noticing little examples like that in your life. Another one I noticed the other day was my husband had left for work and he's a night shifter, right? So he had left for work and later in the evening, I came upstairs to our bedroom and he had made our bed, which we don't typically do because he's usually on a night shift schedule and I'm usually on a day shift schedule. So there's like four hours where someone's not sleeping in our bed in between him and me switching off. And so usually we just don't make our bed. It's just, we leave it a mess and the other person gets in. But I could tell he put in that effort to make the bed because he knows that I like coming to a made bed. And so when I saw the bed made, I felt loved. But again, it wasn't because of the condition because the bed had probably been made for a few hours before he left for work. I didn't feel love as he pulled the sheets up over the pillows and straightened everything up. I felt loved when I saw the bed and I thought, that's really sweet that he put in that effort for me. He cares about me. That was a kind gesture. Okay, so I think sometimes it's easiest to notice in those small examples first where we're like, Okay, I'm just, I need to pay attention to how I'm creating the feelings that I'm experiencing because it's my thoughts, right? If I'm not around when someone does something kind for me or I don't even know about it, I don't experience those emotions. They do. They experience whatever their thoughts are creating for them, right? But for me, it's not based on the conditions around me. It's based on my thoughts. I could feel loved even without my husband making the bed. If he hadn't made the bed and I thought he really cares about me, he was thinking about me. If I thought that thought and I believed it, I would still feel loved even if the bed was a mess. Okay. And now at the beginning, I said, I understand that this is challenging to do because when people are doing what we want them to do and the things we think display love, then it becomes really easy to think those thoughts and to believe those thoughts, right? We think, oh, they bought me flowers. I must be special. They must really care about me. They must love me. And it is really simple to make that thought believable. But as we practice unconditional love, then it helps us in those situations when it's not so easy, when our brain doesn't automatically go to a loving place, when we don't automatically think, oh, I'm so special, but practice it in those small situations first. And a lot of times it's those more pleasant situations, right? Like my husband made the bed for me. That was really nice but it's not because he made the bed that I feel loved. It's because of what I'm thinking. When we can notice it in those small situations, it's easier to do in those bigger or less 
favorable or pleasant situations that sometimes we have a harder time with. Okay, so start with small ones and then you'll be able to make those connections in bigger situations too. I'm creating this lack of love, this disconnect by what I'm thinking. And it's okay that you do that sometimes, right? I'm not saying that we always have to be feeling love, but I want you to keep the ownership of it and have it be unconditional. I'm feeling this way, not because of the conditions, but because of what I'm thinking. And for my Bold Nurse Society members, and another way you can think about this is uncircumstantial love, right? Our circumstances don't create the love that we feel. It's all of our thoughts. Okay, so practice in those little situations, making that connection, how your thoughts are creating the love or lack of love that you're feeling. And then it's easier to do in those in more difficult situations. So let's say your coworker thinks you're being lazy. Does that make you feel unappreciated? No, it doesn't. They could think that and you have no idea and you go about your shift totally happy feeling great, thinking you have an awesome relationship with this coworker, but in their head, they're thinking, why did she ask me to go take this blood pressure? She could have done it herself. She's being so lazy. That doesn't make you feel how you do either. But when we cue into it and we're like, okay, they rolled their eyes at me. They think I should do it myself. They think this was a stupid request or whatever. They roll their eyes and then we think, They don't appreciate me. They think I'm lazy. They think I'm doing something wrong. And it's those thoughts that create how we're feeling. Right? You stand with me? Now that's okay. But what I want you to see with this unconditional love is that you don't have to be at the mercy of other people. It doesn't have to be like, oh, now I feel terrible during my shift because they rolled their eyes at me. Now I feel animosity towards this coworker because they're thinking bad thoughts about me. No, regardless of the conditions, I have the power to feel however I want to. If I choose to, I can love them and I can love me. They can roll their eyes and I can still love them. I don't have to be mad. It's unconditional, right? Because I could choose to think, they're having a hard time. I wonder what's going on with them. Or they don't understand what I'm doing right now. And that's okay. They're stressed out. And I love me still. I know I had good intentions. I know maybe I said it in kind of a rushed voice because I'm feeling stressed out, but I wasn't meaning to be rude or unappreciative of what they're doing. Right? So I can still love me and I can still love them. If someone tells a secret, let's say you told one of your close friends a secret and you were hoping they wouldn't tell anybody, right? You told them not to tell anybody and they do you can still feel love for them because it's not the conditions creating how you feel. Now, here's the thing. Feeling love for people does not mean you become a doormat 
or that you allow mistreatment. I think sometimes when we think about love, we think love is just so fluffy and soft and kind of weak, right? We're like, love is being passive and letting people do whatever they want and giving people whatever they're asking for. And that's not true love. A lot of times behind those things is a lot of fear. Fear of what other people are going to think. Fear of losing something. Fear of not being good enough. But when we truly are feeling love, love is actually very courageous. Love is bold. Love is wise. Love is strong. And so... We don't have to just let people do whatever they want. Sometimes love might look like having a difficult conversation. Telling your friend, I really didn't appreciate that you shared my secret. I'm really hurt. I'm really upset by that. Right? Like we might have a difficult conversation, but it can come from love. A lot of times people think to have a confrontation, I have to be angry. But when you practice unconditional love, you can have difficult conversations, you can set boundaries, you can discipline your children, and it doesn't have to be fueled by anger. It can be fueled by love for the other person and for yourself. I like to think of it as loving everyone in the story. Sometimes we just love the other people and we're like, oh, I just want them to be happy. I want to take care of them. I want to do whatever they want. And that's when we become people pleasers. That's when we let people walk all over us. That's when we agree to things we don't really want to do. That's when we allow mistreatment, when we're only loving them. But when we love everyone in the story, then we have to add back in that love for ourselves. And that's when we set boundaries. That's when we make requests of people. That's when we have those difficult conversations or we say no to our kids because we love them and we love ourselves. Okay? So I want you to know love is not weak. Love is strong and wise. That we show up as the best version of ourselves when we're coming from love for everyone in the story. And the best way to come from love is to realize that it's unconditional. It doesn't matter what other people say or do. You are in charge of the love you feel for them and yourself. So practice noticing just in those small moments that aren't super emotional or escalated, but just notice that you're creating love for yourself. When someone does something kind, it's not the condition making you feel how you do. It's the thoughts that you're having. And you can choose those thoughts even in bigger situations. In situations where people aren't showing up how you wish they would. You can choose loving thoughts towards them and towards yourself. And that's going to help you show up as the person you want to be. All right, my friends. Bold Nurse Society members, I know this isn't easy to do, right? When we're in the thick of it 
and people aren't showing up how we want them to and we're feeling really angry or unloved, it can be hard. So bring this to our coaching calls. I'll help you sort through it and get to those thoughts that can help you genuinely feel love for people. We don't want to just be telling ourselves like, oh, I love that they do this thing that I find really annoying, right? Like that's not going to be genuine love. So we want to get to a place where we're creating genuine love with thoughts that are believable to us. So I'll help you do that on our coaching calls. And speaking of coaching calls, I've got a coaching call with my Boldner Society members in just a few minutes. So I'm going to jump off, but have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you later. Take care.